This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. Welcome back to another episode of the Icon Podcast. I am your host, Gianna. And today, thanks to our sponsors over at Spear Rocket VA, we have the opportunity of getting to know Beth. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Gianna. This is exciting. Yeah, it's really exciting. And Beth, we're super excited to hear your story. But first, give us some background. Who are you? Where are you from? Where are you located now? How'd you get into real estate? Uh, my name, Beth Peterson Randall. I live in, uh, like a Western suburb of Minneapolis, um, been in real estate for about 25 years. I originally was licensed when I lived in Florida, uh, sold part-time and bartended part-time and just always thought, okay, I'm from Minnesota. The big joke is like everyone in Minnesota always comes back. So I'm like, okay, at some point I'm going to move home. If I stay in Florida any longer, I'm going to meet some guy and it's, I'm going to be trapped in Minnesota, in Florida. So I decided to move home and then got licensed in real estate here. So I have been doing it. I did take a break during the hiatus. Um, um, yeah. Open about that. But yeah, I've been licensed for like 25 years. Okay, awesome. Well, how did you end up in EXP as brokerage? Was it your first brokerage? Were you recruited? What's your story in relationship with EXP? Um, can we talk about other brokerages on this podcast? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so when I was, when I was licensed in Florida, I worked for Prudential, which Prudential at the time was like a big box broker. It was kind of like the, um, Coldwell bankers of the day. Mm-hmm. And when I moved back to Minneapolis and got licensed, I worked for a small, really tiny boutique brokerage and then ended up, um, after I took my hiatus, um, I came back and was with Keller Williams. And at the time it was a really great fit. I was um, doing great. I capped every year. You know, capping is kind of comparable to the EXP icon. Yeah. And it just got to the place at the brokerage that I was at that there really wasn't any room for me to grow. It was it was a brokerage that was struggling a little bit. And I probably stayed there longer than I should have because of the people. Yeah. And it just, I'm like, okay, if I'm going to make a move, what am I going to do? And where am I going to go? Mm-hmm. And I had thought, okay, I was thinking either like Compass or EXP and which is crazy because they're so like on the opposite ends of the spectrum. And yeah, how, EXP did you, just, how did you find out about EXP though? Was like, was it just um, something that's been on the horizon all the time or well, like, I do come down to your last two options? Yeah. So I do coaching with Tom Ferry and okay. a lot. It was just interesting to see how many really big producers were making the move to EXP. And I'm like, okay, if it's good enough for them, like this is something that I really should be looking at seriously. And yeah. so I had a couple of people, I had an introduction here locally to EXP and okay. it wasn't a good fit. And I'm like, eh, this just doesn't feel right for me. But then when I started doing more research and things were sort of shifting at my last brokerage, I'm like, okay, I, if I'm going to do this, like I need to be doing it now. And I was like, everybody was like, anyone I talked to said, if I knew 
like then what I know now about EXP, I would have done it like six months sooner. Right. And that's the number one thing I hear on my podcast is I I should have done it sooner. I know. And I like, I'm saying the same thing. Like I, I probably should have done it probably two years sooner. Um, but you know what, like, when's the best time to do something? If you didn't do it then now, like now's the right. right. And so I made the move over last June, but I didn't, I actually reached out to someone. No one recruited me. I reached out to someone here locally, Parker Pemberton. He has a big, huge group here in the twin cities. And, um, I knew that he was a top agent. He was also in Tom Ferry. So I'm like, I felt like that lend a lot to his credibility as a real estate agent and how he was growing in the industry. Reached out to him. He's like, I'm on vacation, but I'll jump on a Zoom call in like 10 minutes. I'm like, yes, thank you very much. And we did. And the rest is history. It's been great. That's awesome. So now that you're over here at EXP, you know, what have you found that you really enjoyed that maybe you didn't expect at first, right? Like, cause you, we talked a little bit about rev share, stock options, the collaboration, but what was kind of like a hidden gem to you with EXP? I think the thing that I didn't expect being a virtual brokerage is that I would meet people and actually meet them in real life yeah. and have them now become friends. So like I have a new agent join my team. I went on vacation and I introduced her to another group, a, a couple husband and wife realtors in that are in our little local group here that were just going to support her while I was tra- living my best life on a safari last month. Yeah. And yeah. she goes, you just met them a few months ago. And I said, yeah, like these people have become like trusted business partners with me. And I wasn't expecting that with the virtual brokerage. Right. Yeah. Cause it's like, I mean, a lot of people, I was just at the airport the other day and I was talking to this lady and she's like, yeah, I'm a real estate agent in Nashville. And I was like, oh, what brokerage are you in? And she was really intimidated by the technology that EXP uses. And, you know, uh, maybe that she wasn't very technologically, technologically advanced. <laughs> and, um, you know, I was like, that doesn't matter. Like I, you know, I've talked to so many people and uh, it's not like you're left alone in this situation. They help you through it. You know, yeah. some of the um, older real estate agents I talked to actually prefer jumping into EXP world than staying on hold on uh, the phone or going through email because it's that much quicker and more efficient. And so, you know, I like what you said about the collaboration and that teamwork and not feeling like you've been left alone because that's huge here. And it's something that yeah. people don't understand from the outside looking in. Yeah. And I think it's interesting when you hear people that maybe were at EXP and then left and went somewhere else. And they said, well, I just didn't, you know, I just couldn't do the virtual brokerage. And I'm like, it's all what you put into it. Yeah. Um, if you want to be solitary and work by yourself, great. You have that option. But if you want to have collaboration and really be like in person and face to face, there are so many different ways to do that. So I feel like that's really kind of a bogus excuse when people are saying that because I've made connections that I feel will last me longer than the connections I've had at in real life brokerages. Right. I wholeheartedly agree. And we live in a virtual world anyway. You know, some of the best mentors I've ever had were, across the country. Like I haven't met them in real life yet, but we're still really connected. It's a really cool opportunity because most of the time mentorship can't be forced, right? It can be encouraged, but can't be forced. And so to make these connections with some really awesome people and to, you know, know that somebody's there for you states away or, you know, it's, it's a really cool aspect that EXP has to offer. I think it's wonderful. Absolutely. And Beth, you know, obviously you're busy. You've got high production. So how do you take care of yourself? What, 
do you use to chase after this work-life balance that everybody talks about, but nobody has seemed to perfect it? <laughs> I am terrible at it. Um, I would say kind of my motto, my motto in life. It's like my husband and I don't have kids, mm-hmm. have a fur baby. And what I live for is vacations. I will joke and say the only reason that I work is to fund vacations. Yeah. And so, like, I feel like I grind really hard, take care of clients to the best of my ability. And then when I go on vacation, I try to be on vacation as possible as a self-employed person and as a real estate agent. And that really helps being on a team. You know, teams always perform, outperform individual agents. And being able to just really unplug, I was in Africa for three weeks and I've never been on vacation. It was a dream, but I've never taken a 20 day vacation as a real estate agent in my entire life. And to be able to do that and really unplug, um, you know, connected with the team a little bit every day via text and like, Hey, anything you need from me today? It was, it was truly incredible. So that's probably the best way that I unplug. I have a Peloton in my office that I stare at every day going, someday I'm going to be super motivated to get back on you, but it's not going to be today. So I feel like I need to get exercise back into my routine again. But I would say overall, just kind of like spending time with friends and family and then vacations are really what I live for. Right. But you have to have like a good relationship with exercise too, right? You don't want to like force it into your mind and routine, like a punishment for yourself. Right. And so I totally understand that I take, it took me a long time to get into a relationship with the gym where I wasn't dreading going after work. I'm not making myself go after work, but I have rewired it in my brain to be like a reward after work. Right. You are, you are a good soul. I can't, I don't feel like I always talk myself out of it. I have, you know, I'm like working 10 hours. I'm like, okay, I have 10 hours to talk myself out of it. So really the only time I've been really successful of sticking with a workout routine is when I do it in the morning, almost before I have time to talk myself out of it. Like I get out of bed, put on my spinning outfit, walk down the hall and get on the bike. And then Right. And then all of a sudden you get done and you're like, gosh, I feel great, man. I should do this every day. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's like, I have to drive myself Remember that feeling of like how good you feel, even if you want to kind of throw up, but like how good you feel like when you're done with it. And I found that what helps me be a little more consistent is, uh, like group classes, like CrossFit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, like I'm making friends here. There are people I'm excited to see here. There's that sense of competition here. And that sense of like accountability where you can't just like finish early. You're like, Gianna, where are you? Why weren't you at class today? You're like, ah, dang exactly. it. I'm like, ah, oh. and I'm a, I'm a little vacation queen too. I love traveling. So they're like, where have you been this time? The Bahamas? I'm like, no, Florida. And it was only for seven days. <laughs> but like, you know, it seems like a lifetime when uh, you're used to seeing people every day. And so everybody's got to find their, their rhythm and their secrets and the way to recharge and you know, if, if exercise is a punishment to you in your head, which sometimes it, it was for me for a long time. Uh, I need to think over that part of it. I know it's tough, but you'll get there and you you're aware of it. So it's baby steps, you know? Right. <laughs> and that, you know, let's talk a little more about uh, production and iconing because you are on the icon podcast, right? So um, in your market, about how many houses do you have to sell to hit your cap? to icon um what are we at so I guess so, average like housing price there our average price in the twin cities is like 350 ish okay yeah 
So 10-ish homes you would have to sell to hit Icon, I believe. About three, okay. well, three, three million-ish in order to cap and then not have to pay into exp and then you still would have you would still have more deals so i don't yeah i don't even know the exact number on that i probably should know that that's okay no you're totally fine and then there's 20 transactions after you cap and then um that you know it's more than just production to be an icon agent there's also that cultural commitment piece of it and i was at shareholders they announced you know they're going to be making some changes to that cultural commitment part going into like a point system but until I understand that a little better, for the sake of simplicity, what do you usually do for your cultural commitment? Mentoring? Well, coaching. Well, this is this is literally the first year I've gotten the Icon Award. So okay. I just won EXP last June. So uh-huh. this is my first one. I got this big, oh, huge congratulations. and got my award. My husband's like, uh-huh. what is that? I'm like, I'm a rock star. So, Icon Award, babe. I know. So like, I'm feeling like I just won the Academy Award over here in Minneapolis. So I have not even done the cultural piece yet. Um, But what I do, so I have a podcast also, and it's all about um, education, marketing, um, really geared towards women in real estate, but it's really for any sort of woman entrepreneur. So I feel like I'm going to take some of the subjects that we've really nailed down well on my podcast and turn that into some classes for EXP and put that out there because this has been a good old boys club for years and years, like 25 years ago, when I got into the business, women were not the star of the show in real estate, but there's more women in real estate than there are men right now. And so I'm like, I think, catering to women and how they grow a business and maybe how they um, manage like being a mompreneur or even someone that doesn't have kids, but wants to be able to balance life and travel and having a full enriched life. So I want to give more, give back to the community and those things that I feel like I've really kind of nailed down in my personal life. Absolutely. And you know, that, that makes sense to me. It's a huge part of becoming an icon, but let's talk you know, the last part of the icon question is what's been your favorite part? Is it the stock options? Is it the opportunity to go to eat, speak on and shareholders? Is it that nice trophy you just held up? What makes Beth say, man, I really want an icon again next year. Um, I've, I mean, don't get me wrong. I do like the accolades and I like the recognition yeah. that that really fires me up. Like the competitive part of my personality of really likes that. But I also like to be at a, at a brokerage where if I get to a certain level of production, then I'm completely capped. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of those things with a lot of other brokerages where people are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to their brokerage. I love that EXP gives us all these awesome tools, but I also love that they reward when I get to my certain level of production that I don't have to pay them anymore. Let's absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's like a, you're paid to work here. You get the opportunity to earn your cap back is so rare right. in any brokerage and let alone to have it in stock value to where it can multiply. Sign me up. I was so at the end of the year, I got this weird email from a brokerage. It said, check your brokerage account. And I'm looking at this email going, what the heck is this? I don't even know what this is. I'm like, this isn't a brokerage that I have any money invested in is what I was thinking. Cause I have money with two different brokerages. And then all of a sudden I opened it up and I saw how much money I had in there. So taking part of my commission checks and buying stock at a discount. And then my first like icon 
reward payment back in stock, I was like, holy crap, I didn't even realize this was here. I was totally blown away. I'm like, this is like the best Christmas present ever. It's like the best thing to forget about and revisit, right? Awesome. I'm like, I had no idea. And it's like kind of like out of sight, out of mind. But I was like, this is great. It's like hitting the lottery a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I right? like it. <laughs> That's awesome, Beth. Um, so let's dive into a little bit of a scenario here as we um, are coming up on our last couple questions. I would love to know, you know, as somebody that has iconed, it sounds like your first year with eXp, mm -hmm. um, when you're talking to a rookie or somebody else that's just joined eXp, is that possible for them to do as well? Can they icon? What kind of goals do they set out? What mistakes should they avoid that maybe you had made? And uh, just some advice on becoming an icon as a rookie or, you know, a first year agent with eXp. I would say, you know, like if I could go back in my career 25 years and like tell that, you know, at the time I was in my 20s, the 20 something year old Beth, like what to do differently in their career to really get things going and to get to where you want to be, including an icon status would be to really go deep on finding a great mentor. And maybe, maybe that looks like joining a team. Maybe that looks like just hiring a mentor and maybe paying them part of your commission so you can really like learn the business. Maybe it just means signing up under an upline in EXP that isn't just like all talk and no action, but someone that, you know, like a group that walks the walk, talks the talk. I think the biggest, one of the biggest things that I found with when I was doing my research about coming to EXP is people said who you align yourself with at EXP is going to determine your success or failure. Absolutely. And I could not agree with that more. And so I'm so glad that I did my research and just didn't get razzle dazzled by like shiny objects and really found a group that works for like for me and how I want to build my business and how I want to build my team, because I think that has made all the difference in my first year success at eXp. And I'm so excited for like what that's going to do for building my team going forward. Absolutely. So, you know, when you were, um, like you're talking about kind of like your upline, your mentors, people you surround yourself with. So how did how did you find yourself the opportunity to get in that position, right? So who was your sponsor? What kind of questions did you ask to gear yourself up for that? Um, so Parker Pemberton is Parker Pemberton and Julie DeRoche are my sponsors here in Minneapolis. Julie is like my direct sponsor and then Parker above her. And just to see like the community and what they're building in like this, we have, I feel like it's almost like we have a, like our own little brokerage within a brokerage here in Minnesota. I mean, we have like over 300 agents just in the twin cities that is in our EXP little collaboration group. And the, the last brokerage that I came from only had like 75 agents. Wow. So when you think about it that way, and then EXP as a whole in Minnesota is over a thousand agents now. So I think of, okay, so even in my little, my little EXP biosphere, having all of these resources and these top agents that do like a thousand transactions a year that I can pick up the phone and say, Hey, here's, I'm hit, I hit this roadblock. Like, what would you do in this situation? Are you probably have already ran into this? What did you do for your team? And being able to have access to people like that, I feel like is 
like having access to Steve Jobs. Like it's it's unbelievable and you can't even put a price tag on that. But then when I look at EXP as a whole in the Twin Cities and we have over a thousand agents and we're doing collaborations and networks and little meet and greets with agents that I've literally never seen before in my life. It's the power of it is so much more than I truly expected. And I think that it would really blow anyone's mind if they really kind of did it the right way. And like you said earlier, you can be like as secluded to yourself as you want to be or in as, as involved as you choose to be. And it, I mean, I'm serious. Like there's such a world of difference um, between the two of them when right. I've been, been interacting with these agents as shareholders and EXP con and um, it can make or break an icon to, to get in there and uh, network and better yourself and surround yourself with the right people or to seclude yourself and do it all on your own. It's, it's practically impossible. Yeah, it's so true. Are here. Use them. Talk to these people. They're yes. excited to get to know you. Yes. And, uh, that goes for people watching right now. You know, if you have more questions about EXP or you want to get involved or you're like, gosh, Beth, like, it sounds like you have the best people surrounding you. How do I get to be part of your team? Your upline, like, help me you know everybody at exp is excited to have you join their team it's like a competition who has the best team you know who's got um the just like the most drive and it's fun competition right it's not right. like a, we're stealing your lunch competition it's a rising tide raises all ships everyone wins come on over so yeah. if you have questions feel like you can vibe with beth shoot her a message we live in a virtual world with a uh, facebook instagram everything else so uh get connected but beth um I've got a last question and were you, I guess, two questions. Were you ever skeptical of EXP before making that move? Absolutely. Cause my first introduction to EXP was with a group here in the twin cities. And someone asked me, um, actually a past client asked me and said, um, would you come and like, kind of hear the EXP pitch? And I'm like, uh, like, I love this person. <laughs> so I did it for mm -hmm. her sake. And I got there and I left and I was like, I would never go to this brokerage like ever like this just didn't sit well with me. What turned you off about it? What was um, I'm going to say this and it's going to sound terrible, but I felt like it was like a pitch for me to sell Amway. Okay. And I'm like this, it just was not the right fit. And I, I feel like maybe the information wasn't presented the best way, sure. not, not for a way that resonated with me. And so I'm one of those people that I, I like to sort of like do my own behind the scene research and I don't like to be sold really hard. And so I think that's why when I did my own research and then started reaching out to a handful of people and ask the questions of people that I really admire, that's when I got the information that sat well with me, that spoke to me in a different way than how that initial pitch sat with me. Yeah. And now I'm like, okay, I get why that person pitched me the way they did. And it's just, every group is different, you right. know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes so, like, I, mean, Starbucks in town, I don't like that one. It's the same thing. It's the same right. Starbucks, but that barista is nicer than that barista, whatever. Right. And nobody so, likes I, to I'm feel like, like they're being sold, right? Like right. nobody likes that feeling like every already defensive. And, um, yes. you know, it's, it's like when somebody at the mall is like trying to curl your hair, right? Like you're like, no, thank you. No, thank you. Right. Cause yeah. it's like, I get it. And your defenses go up and, uh, but man, what they don't see is, um, like, I just think EXP is so great, but because I've gotten to talk to 170 icon agents, yeah. You know, I'm a rookie agent getting to 
surround myself with the best of the best of the company, literally the top like three or 4%. And so my experience is certainly going to be different than any other rookies experience, but it's been incredible. And Beth, you know, for people that are watching right now, whether they're a new real estate agent looking for the right brokerage for themselves, or, you know, an agent that's been in the game for a while, 35 years, and they're like, EXP is a scam, pyramid scheme, that cult. Um, what would you have to say to them? Because like we had touched on earlier, everybody wishes they had made the move sooner. So what could you have said to yourself or someone watching, you know, to have made you make that jump? What's that? What's that final point that got you here? I would say instead of just like listening to all the hype, actually do your own research. You know, I think with everything in life, a lot of people just kind of follow blindly about what they're being told instead of just doing their research and finding people that align with who you are as a business person and where you want your business to go. So when I, when I found the group that I ended up aligning with, like they're, here's my business and their business is like leaps and bounds ahead of mine. But I'm like, okay, they've already like paved this trail for me. They're making this so much easier for me. And like, why would I not like their, I feel like their ethics, the way they run their business, the way they run their teams, the way they run their like personal lives just felt really in alignment. And it just was an it was a no brainer. And like looking at the big picture of all the extra things that EXP offers, like you and I didn't even talk about stocks or we didn't talk about health insurance. We didn't talk about learning how to grow a team. There's like 8 million things that EXP offers uh-huh. that there's going to be a handful of things that cater to any, any person with any personality type business style. And it's so much more than the average brokerage offers. And I think that you just don't know that if you haven't been in the business long enough. And I'm so glad I took the leap. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's scary. It's scary to break up with that brokerage. It's, um, you know, that sense of loyalty or that risk. But with high risk comes high reward. And I've yep. seen um, some great things come out of being with EXP and the people here cool. and the stock options and everything else that, I mean, if you're a numbers person, if you're a people person, if you know, there are so many different ways to look at EXP. Do your research, reach out to people yeah, here. Yeah. Don't listen to your brokerages, you know, two page list of why not to move to EXP. Come to the source, research it yourself. It's the due diligence. For sure. I absolutely well, agree. Beth, we're coming up on over 26 minutes. I think it's been an awesome episode. Do you have anything that you want to leave the listeners with today? I would just say if it if EXP is rattling around in the back of your brain like it was in mine for probably about 18 months, don't just let that like fester, like call, have some confidential coffee meetups or Zoom calls. Anyone that you're talking to is going to completely keep your information confidential. Like I know that is how when I'm talking to agents that are considering it. Instead of just having the information rattle around, reach out and make set up that call. You're going to be so happy you did. And if nothing else, if if EXP might not be the best fit for you, but at least then you can cross it off and move on. But I think more yeah, say that louder for the people in the back, <laughs> right? And I think more often than not, I think the skepticism that people have about EXP gets squashed very quickly when you're talking to someone that really knows what they're talking about with EXP, and you're going to be like, "Holy crap!" I should have gotten on this train sooner. Absolutely. Beth, thank you so, so much for your time today. Um, hoping to see you at EXPCon. I, maybe, maybe. 
movie. They're stuck in there to go to that. Oh, I know. Beth, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to make it work. She's gonna have to come see me. Um, well, Beth, it was a pleasure to hang out with you today and learn your story. Thank you so much for your time. And let me know Thanks if you need uh, anything or want to do a spinoff episode, whatever it is. I would be happy to have you back anytime. Thanks for having me, Gianna. I appreciate it. Of course. Thanks, Beth. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.